Hello and welcome back to the digressor. Things are going to be different from here on out, starting with this episode. Uh, for starters, uh, I know it's been a while since I've recorded and I've gone a while. Uh, I had gone a long time recording weekly. I was starting to record regularly, but um, there, I did a thread on Twitter the other day where I basically basically was like, okay, I'm kind of burned out. I don't know what to do. I'm kind I basically talked about everything I could talk about without having to research first very much. And uh there's actually uh, <laughs> there's actually two podcasts, well, okay, three podcasts I'd like to shout out here. Let me find the tweets if I could find them. Okay, the first one, um, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if this is a podcast or, or what it is, but the Twitter account is Conversations with Robbie Sherman, at with, uh, at with Sherman, I don't know who, the, I, I don't, um, he just kind of came out of nowhere, I think, because I tagged Reverie, I tagged, uh, Reverie True Crime and riddled me that, and he probably saw it from that. And then he, like, while we were talking, he's like, I just followed you. And I'm like, oh, so you didn't know me before. I don't know you. <laughs> but, you know, he he helped me with some stuff. Like, uh, gave me advice. And so did Dr. Jules from uh, Riddle Me That. Uh, she was, was a huge help in that. And then also, uh, through private messages, paid from Reverie. Like, the three of them basically gave me the advice I needed. Um, so basically, I'm kind of reworking the way I do the podcast. Because before, I was, I just hit record and start talking with no plan. I would have no idea what I was doing. Still kind of had no idea what I'm doing. But I have more of an idea than I did before. Alright, so the Bridge Stories episode was my attempt at a at a uh, at a script and it didn't go so well because i i i wrote i you know i typed it up on my phone and i'm thought i'm thinking oh this is really long this is gonna work and i you know i just read from the script and then it was 16 minutes long and i'm like that's not that's not long enough at all <laughs> so what i'm doing now is instead of doing scripts, which I know I can't follow, I'm doing outlines, which the uh, the random ramblings episode that was a filler episode. That was just to get something out, just to get content out. But before I did it, I just wrote up a quick little note, just like with a short list of things I wanted to talk about, and I realized that actually worked. <laughs> so. I don't have to read word for word what I wrote. I just have to have something down to remind me. So instead of just doing a list, I wrote out an outline for the episode. Not even a detailed outline, just a very basic one. Like I actually sent the screenshot to a few people and they were like, I have no idea what you're going to talk about. I mean, they knew because the headline was MCU phase one. So they know it's going to be about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, like, what I wrote in the outline itself, they're like, I don't know where you're going with this. And I'm like, neither do I. 
So, like, I still kind of don't know what I'm going to do, but I have an outline to help me. So, I, I did talk recently in one of my, actually one of my older videos. Videos. Uh, older. <laughs> I don't know. I talked about wanting to cover the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I wanted to wait till after WandaVision was done, which it ended yesterday, the last episode of this, well, well not this season, it was, it, it was a limited series, so there was nine episodes and that's it. <clears throat> so, but like, it was kind of intimidating because like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a massive thing, there's no way I'm going to be able to cover it all. I mean, granted, it would make a, probably my longest episode, but it was I, in order. I haven't, you know, I've seen each of the movies when they were released. I don't sit there and watch all the movies all the time. So, like, like Phase One movies, I hadn't seen in ten years. So, I decided to watch them. I, I, just, I was like, well, I got to start sometime. So, about a week ago, I started watching Captain Marvel. I mean, um. <clears throat> Captain America. I um I watched them in chronological order. They weren't released in chronological order, but I watched them in chronological order because, well, that makes more sense. And okay, so the release order of the Marvel Cinema of Phase One of the MCU is Iron Man in two thousand eight, The Incredible Hulk in two thousand eight. Iron Man 2 in, two, in 2010, Thor in 2011, and Cap uh, Captain America in 2011, and the Avengers in 2012. But that's not the chronological order. The chronological order and the order that I watched them, Captain America, Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, which I'll get back to on that, actually. Iron Man 2, Thor, and the Avengers. With The Incredible Hulk, I watched all of these on Disney Plus, and unfortunately, Disney Plus doesn't have The Incredible Hulk, so I didn't watch that one. I, I figured I was going to look up whatever streaming service has it. The only reason it wouldn't be on Disney Plus is because it's on another streaming service. Someone else has the rights. And I used Yidio to look it up. And The Incredible Hulk is streaming nowhere. So I don't know why it's not on Disney Plus. And I honestly wasn't that upset. Uh, it's my least favorite MCU movie. I... Apparently, this is a controversial statement, but I don't personally consider the Incredible Hulk movie to be canon in the MCU. Because, well, first and foremost, because they recast Bruce Banner. It was Edward Norton in the original movie. And by the time it got to the Avengers, it was Mark Ruffalo, who's by far the best Bruce Banner I've ever seen in the MCU or any modern movies. I haven't seen the old, the old TV show. The, um, uh, so I don't know how that. Hey, that's not even Bruce Banner. So they call him like Ben Banner or something like that. I don't know. I've never seen it. But uh, Mark Ruff, Mark Mar, Mark Ruffalo is the best Bruce Banner I've ever seen in the Ang Lee Hulk movie, and then in the Incredible Hulk, and then in the Avengers, and then and so forth. Mark Ruffalo is amazing. 
However, I don't think the Hulk is that great a character. I don't really particularly like the Hulk, especially when it comes to standalone movies. Because the, the Angley Hulk movie was boring. The Incredible Hulk was boring. The, the first time I ever really even liked the character even a little was in the Avengers. Because they, like, again, because of Mark Ruffalo, they did a, a great job with the character. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, and, like, the way they used the Hulk in the movie, like, kind of sparingly. Like, it's not, the Hulk wasn't there, like, the whole time. And so you got to know Bruce, and I don't know. I just, I never really liked the Hulk. So, and plus, Doing this marathon I did, skipping the Hulk, I didn't feel like I really missed anything. Because when you you meet Bruce Banner in the Avengers, it pretty much catches you up in everything you need to know. So I didn't really consider it a loss. Like if they had if the if Iron Man wasn't streaming on Disney Plus, I'd been like, oh no, let's seek that out. Um, the, when you look up the Incredible Hulk on Yidio, it is available on, like, Vudu, Amazon, Google Play for purchase or rent. And I could have done that, but like I said, I didn't care enough about the movie to do that. So I didn't watch that. All this to say, I didn't watch the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> so, the... Okay, going back to Iron Man, Iron Man was the first one, uh, but I don't think at that time Disney owned Marvel. So, all the movies in Phase 1 actually starts with the Paramount logo, and which I, I don't remember that, which is weird. You'd think I would remember that. So, like, when I was sort of watching Captain America and it was the Paramount logo, and I was like, wait, what? Why is the Paramount logo there? And it's there in the, in the Avengers. A uh, friend and I went and saw The Avengers in 2012, uh, for my birthday, actually, and I don't remember the Paramount logo. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't there, it's just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I didn't think about it, I don't know. But, uh, I did kind of look into that, like, why is the Paramount logo there, Though even though Disney owns it, uh, Disney, I kind of, I... I wasn't focusing on this part, so like I kind of skimmed through this part of the history. Disney, from what I read and remember, bought the distribution rights from Par from Paramount. So, you know, when they bought Marvel, they bought those films too, but they decided to leave the logo there because Paramount made it or distributed it or whatever. Like the original version of the movie had the Paramount logo so Disney decided to keep the Paramount logo which which I think is kind of cool because like it's erasing history otherwise and so the uh when they made Iron Man that was actually kind of a gamble um because I remember before then like all the Marvel movies were like the Fantastic Four or like X-Men and they had kind they're kind of cheesy and like they were fun, but they weren't really that serious. Like even like, I think the most serious Marvel movie before this was Daredevil. And okay, I am 
I'm in the minority here. I know that I'm in the minority here, but I really like Daredevil. And that's like the most serious Marvel movie I'd ever seen. Punisher doesn't really count. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've seen the Punisher movies, but I, I didn't realize that they were Marvel. Yes, they had the Marvel logo in front of them, but I didn't realize it was Marvel. I just thought it was, hey, there's a guy shooting people because his family was killed. I didn't really know the story of the Punisher. I just watched it because my friends were like, you need to see this. I'm like, okay. So I went, I did. I watched it. So then when Iron Man came out, I remember that. And I was surprised. It was, it felt different. Oh. Uh, <laughs> here's a... I'm trying not to interrupt myself, but this is kind of important. I forgot to mention this. You remember how... If you've listened to all my episodes before now, before this episode, you'll probably realize that about five minutes into the episode... My computer goes, and then the rest of the episode, you hear my computer in the background. Well, a couple hours ago, a friend of mine actually came and fixed the computer. The problem was, not the fan, like I thought. Um, he took the panel off, and I was like, it's that fan. I know it's that fan. I heard it. It's coming from that fan. So, like, he was trying to, he was, like, messing with it. He couldn't figure out what it was. So, uh, he was trying to take it off. Because cause I've got, like, five fans in that computer. He said losing one isn't going to hurt it. So, he was trying to take it off. And he couldn't find a way to take it off. So, I handed him a pair of scissors, kind of joking. And he took it and cut it off. And, and I was like, okay, that works. <laughs> so, he put the panel back on. Turned the computer on. Kind of looked at it, just like, oh crap, that wasn't it. Well, he, now that he could hear where it's coming from, he realized it was the graphics card, which makes sense because every time I open like this app to record or the the movie maker thing to make the videos, or especially when I play a game, uh, the more graphics heavy thing I do, the louder it gets. Like I try to play San, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas a couple months ago, and it, it didn't go. Duh, 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 duh. It went. Mm -hmm. And I freaked out and turned it off. Um, well, he turned. He found out that you know there's a lot of things that were zip tied in there. For some reason, there was a cable zip tied to the graphics card, and that's what was causing it. So he took the scissors and cut the zip tie, and I kind of pulled the cable away from there, and we turned it back on. No noise. Hasn't made a noise the last couple hours since he left. I've been recording for 15 minutes, no sound, so my computer is fixed. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Back to Iron Man. It had a different feel to it. Like, it didn't feel like any of the other superhero movies I've ever seen before. It was more grounded, which... I didn't know it at the time. I was thinking, oh, this is... I thought it was boring. Because I'm used to... I'd never heard of Iron Man. I thought it was an, I thought it was a Black Sabbath song. That's, I thought it... And they said, oh, it's Iron Man. Not Black Sabbath. Marvel. Like, Wait, what? I never heard of this character. And then I watched the movie and I'm thinking of like... X-Men and Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. And this is... Just a billionaire who gets kidnapped and makes a suit. And I'm like, this is not interesting at all. At the time. I didn't know what to expect. 
Uh, but now that I know who Iron Man is, I love it's Iron Man. Like the first one, as well, I don't want to say it's one of my favorite MCU films. I don't know if I would be able to rank them because there's so many, and I like them. I like most of them. There's two that I don't like. You already know one of them. It's the Incredible Hulk, and I'll I'll say the other one I don't like when we get to that phase. I just oh yeah, I forgot to mention. Uh, instead of doing this all as one big episode. You probably could tell by that title. I'm splitting these up by phases. And I'm going to do a phase 2 and a phase 3 episode. And after phase 4 is done, I'll do a phase 4 episode. And after phase 5, I'll do a phase 5 and so on. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of faith in the fact that this podcast might be around a long time. Because uh, phase 4 is expected to last until at least 2023. So... Hopefully the podcast is around then. I have no plans to stop. That's kind of the reason I reached out to um, everyone I did. And I was like, I don't want to stop. But I can't keep going the way I'm going. So, like, I'm just kind of reworking what I'm doing. So, here I am. <laughs> and then the, um, I saw the Incredible Hulk. Okay, I'll, I will say, at the time, I did not know... There were post credit scene. It wasn't a common thing. Occasionally, a film would have a post credit scene, but it would be something something dumb like, like in Space Jam. Like you get to the end and it's all the characters going, "It's all folks." And Michael Jordan's like, "Can I go home?" And then like other movies will have just like it'll show like there'll be like uh, I don't know like a side character that they they forgot about and they're like, "Guys, are we?" You forget about me or something, something like that. It, post credits weren't even a big thing. It was just like a throwaway gag. So I didn't. I for years I did not know that there were post credit scenes. In fact, I watched The Incredible Hulk. That was boring. Forgot about it. And I watched Iron Man two, and I was like, oh wow, cool. Um, Samuel L. Jackson and. And there's a redhead in there, and I don't know who all... What, what are they talking about? Avengers Initiative? That's weird. Okay. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, and I saw Thor. And I noticed that the Agent Coulson guy was in... I was like, wait. Agent Coulson? He was in... He was in Iron Man. Nah. This is probably an Easter egg. It wasn't until Captain America that I realized what was going on. Because a friend of mine, my friend Mark, actually told me what they were doing. And he's like, did you, did you not understand the post credit scene in those po other movies? And I was like, wait, what? What post credit scenes? And so I actually... Um, like At the time, I literally... Because it was right before... I saw Captain America, and then he told me, and then I, uh, he said the next movie was The Avengers, where all these characters were coming back, and so I, I actually sat down, and I rewatched Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America, in that order, because that's the order they were released, I didn't know to watch them in chronological order, um, yeah, so... Then I saw the post credit scenes and were like, oh, if I'd known that, I probably would have got it earlier. And the Avenger didn't, Aven, Avengers Initiative makes more sense now. 
So they they are interconnected. Uh, obviously, because it's the universe. I have noticed there have been some retcons over the years. I won't go over all of them because I I want each of these episodes to be self-contained. I'm not going to reference things from later phases. Like, like, that's why I'm not saying what my other least favorite, the other MCU movie I don't like is. I mean, you could probably guess because like, no one else likes the other one. But, uh, with the Avengers, it's actually kind of a messed up story of how I how I saw it. I I said I saw it on my birthday with my friend Mark, but uh, I don't even think my family knows about this. Uh, uh, okay, so my birthday is May twenty fifth. So May twenty fifth, twenty twelve, that morning, I see on Facebook that my grandfather passed away, and. It was it was my stepfather's father, so it's not like my my blood grandfather, but still, I mean, it was my grandfather. But like, I didn't really know him that well. Uh, we would go, we spent a lot of time at their house, but he didn't he he didn't really like kids that much, so he didn't spend much time with us. It's not saying like he's a bad person or anything. He just I don't like kids. I don't spend time with them. I don't blame them. <laughs> and so, but um, so like. I wasn't really that close to him. Uh, my grandmother, on the other hand, she's she wants everything to do with us. So, like, I love her to death. Like, if she passed away, I'd just be like, I'm going to cancel everything. So, But, like, he passed away. I saw the post that morning, and I told Mark, and he said, do you want to cancel? And I said, no. We've been planning this. <laughs> I'm going to see the movie. <laughs> so, we went and saw the movie, and I came back, and my mom messaged me and said... Uh, grandfather, grandfather passed away, and I was like, "Oh no, that's horrible! How? When? What? How?" <laughs> so, um, felt kind of bad afterwards. Like we we did go to the funeral, and it, yeah, um, but like, I don't think I don't think I've ever told my family that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And they don't they don't listen to this, so they're probably still not going to know. I might tell my sister because I tell her like a lot of things. That was Captain America at the front. Oh, there was something I was going to say. Oh, speaking of post-credit scenes, the Captain America. The post-credit scene for Captain America. It is. Captain, because like what happens is he at the end of the movie he goes down with the plane, he gets frozen for seventy years and he wakes up in Times Square. Well, he wakes up in a mysterious room. He doesn't know where he is. But there's like a game playing on the radio and this this girl comes in dressed like she's from the forties, and Steve Rogers is like, uh, where am I? And she's like, oh, you're in the hospital. He's like, where am I really? That game, I was there. It's in 1941, and she was like, "Oh," and then he took out, takes off and run, and he goes out. He he leaves the building, and he's in modern day Times Square. Of course, it kind of blows his mind. He's freaking out. Like, well, okay, really, where am I? <laughs> and um, I was gonna say Samuel L. Jackson. Nick Fury was like, "At ease, soldier," and he's like explaining, "Hey, you were frozen for 70 years." And he was like, oh, that's not good. 
I had a date. And, uh, and then the credits roll. The post-credits scene is Captain America punching, no, do, punching a punching bag. And he punches it so hard it gets thrown off the hook or whatever it's hooked up to. And then, uh, <laughs> Nick Fury's like, can't sleep? Well, I have a job for you. <laughs> and then he's like, Steve Rogers will return for the Avengers. And then the the Iron Man post credit scene, the uh, the movie that started it all, literally started it all. And if I had seen the post credit scene, I would have known from the beginning that something was going on, because it, you know, because the movie ends with him at the press conference. Truth is, I am Iron Man. And then they play Iron Man by Black Sabbath, so you know it comes full circle. I thought it was Black Sabbath, and hey, look, Black Sabbath. And in the post-credit scene, it takes place after the press conference where Tom—I mean, Tom—I was gonna say Tom Hanks. <laughs> Can you imagine Tom Hanks as Iron Man? Tom Hanks is every character in every film ever. That would be—that'd be amazing. Um, but uh, Tony Stark comes back home and. and Nick Fury, he's a theme in these. He's like, I am Iron Man. Really? Did you say that? Or whatever he says. He's like, you know, you're part of a bigger event, bigger universe now, whereas other people and stuff and such, and they got the Avengers Initiative here, and I want you in on it, because, you know, stuff and such. And then it ends. The Incredible Hulk post-credit scene. <laughs> okay, so before I say the 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 Incredible Hulk post-credit scene, I wanted to say something funny. Um, the second time I watched Phase One was uh, it was uh, after the Avengers came out on DV on Blu-ray. I actually I watched them all, but I didn't like the Incredible Hulk. The second time I watched them, I watched them in order. Captain America, Iron Man, da-da-da-da-da, Avengers. But I didn't want to watch The Incredible Hulk again. In fact, to this day, I've only seen it the one time. The first time I watched it right after it came out. And I didn't want to watch it again. So I replaced it with So I Married an Axe Murderer, that Mike Myers movie. It's one of my favorite movies. And I was going to do that again this time but I forgot to look I don't even know if it's streaming anywhere I am going to look on Yideo mm -hmm. so I married that should be good enough there's so I married an anti-fan and so I married an ex-murderer is it streaming anywhere it's loading it's streaming on I can buy or rent it on Google Play, Amazon, or Vudu. It's streaming on Pluto TV and Fubo TV. I never heard of that one. I I've heard of it on here because sometimes the movies are on Pluto and Fubo. But I don't know what they are. It says it's free, but I know what that means. It means free with ads. It's like Crackle. Everyone's like, oh, Crackle's completely free. You can watch whatever you want. Except every five minutes there's... Like a 10 minute string of commercials. Uh, no, I think I'd rather pay for Netflix or a streaming service. If Crackle had a 
had a, a, a like a premium version where it gets rid of the ads, I would do it. Because, I don't know, but I haven't looked at Crackle in forever. I don't even know if it's still a thing. But it did have a lot of things on there I wanted to watch. They had Seinfeld. I literally, it took me like an hour and a half to watch a 30-minute Seinfeld episode because the ads kept popping up. Literally like 10 minutes worth of ads and then 5 minutes of Seinfeld, 10 minutes of ads, 5 minutes of Seinfeld. And it took forever. And I was, no, it's the only full thing. It's only the only, I never watched a full movie and that's the only full episode of anything I ever watched. Episode of Seinfeld. But anyway, back to this. I I didn't uh, I didn't watch. Uh, okay, so the Incredible Hulk. The post-credit scene was Tony Stark going up to Ross. I think it was a general. It's like uh, Thunderstruck Ross or whatever. He's supposed to be the Red Hulk, and I guess everyone thought he was going to be the Red Hulk. In that movie, and every he's the actor has been in like almost every MCU movie, or he shows up all the time, and everyone keeps thinking oh, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He didn't. So, but like this is like the first movie he's in. Stark's like, hey, I want to tell you about the Avenger Initiative, and then it goes nowhere. So, that's another reason I don't consider it canon. I think. I think at the beginning, they had kind of an idea what they wanted to do, but then they ended up not going that direction. So there's a lot of these threads like that that don't make sense now. Because, like, the uh, there's a deleted, there's an alternate version of Nick Fury in, Stark, in Tony Stark's house, where he's like, if... Fantastic mutated people uh, and spider-bitten people and like other people that weren't in the MCU till much later. And so, like a lot of like they had ideas they wanted to use, but they they weren't quite sure what they wanted to do yet. So some of these ideas kind of kind of fell off the radar. I don't know. Uh, so let's see, where was I? Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2. The post credit scene actually ties back into something that happens earlier in the movie. Uh, Agent Coulson was talking to Tony Stark in his, uh, basement. Uh, when he was working on creating the new element. And he's like, actually, I've been reassigned to New Mexico. And then he leaves. And... You know, when you're watching the movie the first for the first time, you're like, "Oh, well, that's random. That's a weird way to get rid of the character." But at least you know they just at least they gave a reason. They didn't just stop showing him. But I don't know. Probably means nothing. And then it gets to the post-credits scene, and it shows Agent Coulson stepping out of a car in New Mexico, and he's like, "Sir, we found it," and it, like it shows Thor's hammer. Ah. Oh. So, naturally, the next movie is Thor. <laughs> and yeah, there's the hammer in the ground. Agent Coulson's there. And the post credit scene in that movie is Eric Selvig. He, he was one of the main characters in the movie. And he, in the post credit scene, he he's shown the Tesseract, which... I forgot to mention, 
It was in Captain America, which, let's see, when did that release? That actually, oh, that released, okay, so, at the time, if you're watching in chronological order, the Tesseract's in the first movie you watch, and you haven't seen it in four movies, and it's at the end of Thor, so you're like, that's where that went, but if you're watching it in release order, and, you know, when these movies were released, when Thor came out, Captain America hadn't come out, so you hadn't seen Captain America, so it shows that, and everyone's like, what is that? Except for the comic book fans. I actually heard somewhere that comic, like the comic book fans hate that it's called the Tesseract, because apparently in the comics it's just called the Cube. I don't know if that's true, that's just what I've been told. But what sounds better to you, Tesseract or The Cube? I think Tesseract sounds better. But yeah, uh, when you first see the Tesseract watching in release order, you have no idea what this is. But Eric Selvig is shown it, and he's like, oh, this is unlimited power, like, you know, Palpatine. Unlimited power! <laughs> and so then... After Thor, it goes straight into the Avengers. And, you know, the Tesseract is a big thing there. El Eric Selvig is still a big thing. I wonder if they're going to use him again. I haven't. I don't think I've seen Eric Selvig since. Of course, I haven't seen the Phase 2 movies since those movies came out. I'm going to watch those again before I do the next episode. Uh, the next MCU movie. The next phase episode. I don't know if I'm going to do these back to back. I might split them up. and Like I did my ghost stories. So it wasn't just one after the other. So I don't know if the next episode is going to be phase two. Or if I'm going to do something else. I wrote a lit. I know what my. I have seven episodes mapped out. But I don't put dates next to them. I don't know. Also, don't and also don't put numbers. So, like this is episode thirty-one. I don't put phase two as episode thirty-two. I don't put numbers next to the list because, like, I could do them in any new order, and I might come up with something else. Like next week, I might be like, "Oh, I want to talk about this." It's not on the list, but I'm going to talk about it. So, it it's kind of like. I have like a kind of plan now. I know kind of like what I'm going to talk about in the future. I'm not like one of the reasons it took me so long because like I did two filler episodes. Kind of the one with Amory isn't really a filler episode, but I was like, I was like, do you want to do an episode together? Because ah. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to talk about. And but now I have episodes lined up. Uh oh. I digress again. <laughs> it's almost like the show's named after that. So anyway, the Avengers. It actually has. It's the first one with two post-credit scenes. The first one. Turns out Thanos was behind everything. Or at least in the Avengers, <laughs> it was behind the alien invasion of New York, and he looks at the screen. He's like, <laughs> a smile. Uh, yeah, that's the first. Uh, that's the first. It's the mid-credit scene, and that's the first 
mid-credit scene in the MCU. I think? <laughs> don't remember. I literally just saw them, and I couldn't tell you if that's the first. But anyway, it's the first one with two. Because the second one is it's actually for fun. It's the kind of mid-credit, it's the kind of post-credit scene I was used to before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The one I was talking about, the kind I was talking about before. It's just, there's no words, there's no dialogue, there's no action, there's nothing. There's just, it's just the Avengers sitting at a table in a restaurant eating shawarma. And to this day, I do not know what that is. I'm told it's good. I still don't know what it is. But, you know, it's fun. It's it, Not every post-credit scene has to be important and set up the next movie. This shows that they do... Actually, in a way, this kind of is an important post-credit scene because it shows that, you know, you know, Tony Stark said that, you know, he wanted to eat... Sh he saw the shawarma place around the corner and he wanted to go there. And they all... This shows that they hung out together, basically, before going their separate ways so they like hung out as a group and did something so that was kind of important it's not not important and that is actually the end of the outline so at this i i actually remember like at this point in the marvel cinematic universe they were you know i'm thinking oh this is it this is this is the end. It all led to this. This is the end. And then they were like talking about, oh, there's more coming. And like, oh, there's more. What, what more can they do? I mean, they've already done everything. They've fought the big thing. And no, no, I see. <laughs> growing up, I never read comics. Even now, I don't read comics. What I know about the no, this is only the beginning. Phase one. It's called phase one because there's more phases. And it was just the beginning. Uh, I I wasn't a comic book fan. I still kind of am. I, I, I don't read comics. Uh, what I do instead is I I watch YouTube videos that explain comics. Like there's a, one called Comics Explained or something like that. And I uh, I watch those. I watch that vi uh, those channels, and they like they explain. Like, in the comics, they do something, and, you know, the movies are inspired by the comics. They're not, like, note for note, the same thing. So, I don't consider them spoilers. It's like The Walking Dead. They change the story enough to keep the fans interested. Like, it's, oh, what's going to happen next? We don't know, because they're following the same story, but they're changing it as they go. So, it's the same story, so we can follow it, and we kind of get an idea, like, you know, the Whisperers are next... But how are they going to do it? Because we don't know. <laughs> then, you know, they they did... I don't know if they did it like the comics. I just know that the Whisperers were next. And then there were certain, certain like, bullet points they had to hit. Kind of like with this outline I did. There was... You know, they... The basic story is this, this, and this. And they did this, this, and this. But they did it completely differently. And it was the same story. And the MCU is kind of the same way. We kind of know what they're going to do. It's like with WandaVision. They, people were able to guess a lot of it. There's a lot of things they were able to get. Like in the first episode, a lot of people... I don't want to... Okay, I, I was going to say, I don't want to spoil anything. 
Uh, I said I wasn't going to talk ahead. This is the one thing I'm going to say ahead. So, people, like, fans knew in the first episode, Agnes is probably Agatha Harkness. And when I saw, like, I, I, I watched, like, after the episode airs, I'll go watch, like, new rock stars and, and, like, Emergency Awesome and all them. And they theorize and they talk, like, oh, here's some Easter eggs you didn't catch. And they started talking about Agatha Harkness. And I was like, I, who, what, huh? <laughs> Apparently, WandaVision is inspired by House of M. That's a comic. And so they were able to kind of guess what was going to happen. And they, they were right about a lot and they were wrong about a lot. And that's how the MCU basically is. It's, it takes idea, it takes inspiration from the comics. So we have an idea what's going to happen. And I don't know where I was going with this. Like I said, I'm outside of the outline now. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the next episode is probably going to be phase two. It might not. I don't know. But I do have seven episodes listed. And I do have outlines started for them. Uh, this outline was a lot shorter because I just started it a couple of days ago, but I already started the outlines for the other seven episodes I have listed. But like I said earlier, that doesn't mean that I'm stuck with those seven episodes. I have to do those seven episodes. Something else could come up last minute, and then I talk about something for an hour <laughs> without research. So, I don't know. That's... Uh, kind of a new direction. I'm trying to be more organized. Like, uh, like I, I, I tagged uh, Reverie and Riddle Me That. I said, you two plan months in advance. And I want to do that. And I, and it's like, I actually, I private messaged Paige from Reverie and I, I showed her the list and I showed her like the rough outline before like a, when the beginnings of the outline when I only had like the first tier done. And I kind of like threw them at her like, this is what I have. And she was like, you're doing good. You've got like two months worth of episodes planned. And I was like, what, really? I didn't think of it like that. I just was like, here's seven topics. I don't know. But if I do these weekly, that's like almost two months worth of episodes. And I'm probably going to think of other things between then. Because I don't want to do three weeks of Marvel. Like I said, I, with, the ghost, with the ghost stories, I want to split them up. So I might do the Marvel ones back to back. Uh, I might split them up. I don't know. I might rearrange them, mix stuff up. I don't know. I'm just trying to get more organized. <laughs> and I don't know if you've noticed, like, as I go, I kind of edit. Because, like, I, I did very little edit edits before. And I didn't, I didn't do it thoroughly. I kind of, like, I went half an hour in and then started editing. Um, because I would yawn a lot, and I said when I got audio director, like, I can edit out my yawns, and then, uh, I never did, and then, um, Dr. Jules from Riddle Me That was like, yeah, you probably should, yeah, I probably should, and I did what I, I, I didn't think about it as I went, and it was like, in a lot of my episodes, there's long pauses, I actually edited out like a full minute at one point. At this episode, because it was just me fumbling along. Um, um, anyway, um, um, uh, 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 and it was a minute of that. I just cut it out. So, yeah. 
trying to be more organized and quote-unquote professional because you know nobody's watching or listening so like, I don't do this to become famous or to get like, an audience or stuff I just do it because it's fun and I'm bored but it would be kind of nice to have an audience because like I asked people like I asked some of my friends like what should I do to improve and I asked Emery my best friend who was like, oh, I don't listen to your podcast. And I was like, not even you? So, yeah. Not even Emery listens to this. But, uh, anyway. Uh, I still don't have an outro. I'm gonna try to open with the name of the podcast. Like, this time, like, in this episode, I started with Welcome Back to the Digressor. Because somebody did point out, they said, like, you sound sarcastic at the beginning because I was like, "Welcome to the podcast," and they were like, "Yeah, you you sound kind of sarcastic." It's like, mm, I don't know, because I felt weird saying that. Like, just open with the title of your show. Oh, right, like everybody else. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to end this here and then upload this and do the web page and video and everything. Uh, yeah, episode 31. It feels weird. <laughs> I think I've done 31 episodes. Anyway, uh, I'm going to end this here.